Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I uh, said something to some men, and now I have to follow through on it. And Paula? He's disgusting. He looks like a fat fetus with hair. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Episode 143. Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. Thanks for sharing our show and downloading and following us on Twitter and Facebook and listening to us on iHeartRadio and iTunes and Stitcher and wherever you're listening. Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Jamie, and this is my sister Paula. The Ugly Truth podcast is here. I'm going to do vocal fry today all day. Oh, God, please don't. I'll hang up on you. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. I actually like to do that sometimes because I watch our vocals on the uh, software that we use. I can see our vocals. And so when I do vocal fry, it looks like a mascara brush. Uh, Oh, it does. You're right. That's weird. (laughs) It's so pretty. I'm just like, oh. Anyway, so welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is for us is our, I mean, I realized last year, last week was our first episode of 2016. This is episode two of 2016, but uh, we recorded pre-New Year's Eve. So I had a great New Year's Eve. Did you have it? It was very low key. I assume yours was great. Ours was fun. I mean, I did a bunch of stuff for the kids. I made snacks and um, we had a little party. Olivia and I did makeup and hair. and Super cute. So we had, you know, all sorts of – we uh, – <laughs> was kind of funny. We were flipping back and forth between all of the New Year's Eve shows because for some reason, like, most of the shows sucked this year. I don't know why. Yeah, they weren't that good. We only watched – we. Pitbull apparently had his own his own show this year. Mm. So we turned that on for about five seconds and uh, the dancers <laughs> turned around and I'm just like, well, that's a whole lot of ass. And so <laughs> was it Miami or something? I don't know what it was, but I'm that's like, funny. their costumes aren't even trying to cover up their butts. <laughs> and funny. so I had to change it because my son was just like, well, this this just got interesting. And I'm like, this is definitely getting changed. And this so we definitely changed enough of this. You're only 10. Yeah that we changed that and so ultimately we ended up on Carson Daly because that was the only show that was somewhat worthwhile although it was marginal yeah Jenny McCarthy looked like she was strung out on meth I don't know that was on the the Ryan Seacrest show but right right she looked like a used condom I don't know what's wrong with her Yeah, she was really pale it's I don't know what's going on maybe it was her makeup we did not we we did well actually what was funny is Malia was home with us because her plans got completely annihilated Aww. and so it was oh she didn't care so it was it yeah was I'm sure spending New Year's Eve with your parents when you're 15 is a dream come true you know what she she got over it she was really cool she was able to drink all the sparkling cider she wanted because there was no siblings to compete with her so she had her own bottle of sparkling cider and of course Daryl and I were drinking champagne and so initially we were watching. 
cheerleading videos because oh, okay. she's, a, you know, she's into cheer and she's really passionate about the sport and she loves it. And so we were watching these ridiculously talented people from all over the country, you know, college age um, cheering. And, and so we watched that and all of a sudden Daryl goes, oh, you know what? We have like three minutes. We should probably, you know, say Happy New Year. So we turned it off and turned on. I think it was the um, Ryan Seacrest one. And we did our Happy New Year. We took our selfie and then Millie's like, all right, good night, everybody. <laughs> she went upstairs <laughs> and that was it. It was super low key. But you know what? New Year's Eve and uh, things like the drinking holidays, like New Year's Eve and St. Patrick's Day are for kind of for rookies. And so it's kind of safer to just be at home with your family on those nights personally. But that's what we thought. Yeah, I'm kind of over, you know, going out. I mean, I guess if I was invited to some huge gala, I would do it. But other than that, I'm not really a fan of going to someone's house and getting shit-faced and trying to make my way home via Uber or something. Yeah. So. Even when I was in my 20s or, you know, of of an age where I was free of children. Sure. And we went to people's houses and stuff. We would stay until like, you know, the wee hours and then try and drive home, you know, when we thought Mm -hmm. it was safer to get like 3 a.m. or something when there was nobody on the road. But um, this year, Victor had to work. And so what we did is is five minutes before the ball drop, we Skyped him. So that way we could, you know, all have Happy New Year together. And so we we shared our uh, sparkling cider with him. Well... And and he drank a bottle of water. <laughs> but There you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, New Year's, I think I told you last August that, as you know, I am in a fantasy football league. An all-male fantasy football all league. All-male. And this is no exaggeration. The only way you get into this league, someone has to die. Okay. And so in the time period, they've been doing this fantasy league, for, I think, for 20 years Two people have passed away. Okay. (laughs) So when someone passes away, they invite someone new to come in. And when the second person passed away, my friend, Barry, was finally able to convince the guys to give me a chance to be a part of the league. And so I had been subbing um, before that, you know, for people who couldn't make it, I would, you know, show up and I would do their, their draft picks for them. But finally, I was invited to be an actual participant in the league. I think this is my fourth year. And last year, well, I I came in last place a couple of times. Okay. Last year, I ended up in the championship round and I lost by three points. So it sucked. But, you know, I said, no, that's it. I'm I'm going to win this division. I'm going to win this league. I'm going to beat all these men. And so this year, it came down to the championship round again. And the guy that I was competing for the for the championship had been doing, he was on a hot streak. He was doing really, really well. So I was pretty sure I was not going to win again, but it was going to be close. Well, I won by like three points. Oh my gosh, that is so good. So I became a champ. I'm the champion. And you know, what's great is they're not sore losers. They're all super proud and excited for me. (laughs) They're like, this is, and it's a big monumental thing to have a girl beat them all in their own league. And so the problem is this. When I started participating, I said that the day that I win, I will throw a party. Oh. And I, we, I will throw a party and we will celebrate the fact that you all got beat by a girl and it will be on my dime. And so a couple of them set up looking forward to the party. <laughs> they didn't forget. Oh, for heaven's so, sakes. Why'd you say that? I never thought I would win. 
ever. Well, now ever. look at you. So now you're going to have to have a bunch of old men at your house. <laughs> well, luckily, I love them all. They're all so wonderful. So now I have to take my winnings, which was, I mean, it's not like a ton of money, but it was like 200 bucks. But now I have to take it. <laughs> I have to throw a party. It's going to cost you more than $200 to throw a party. The way those guys drink? Yes, absolutely. But it'll be fun. It'll be a super fun thing. So Daryl is, he. I told him it was funny. I said, so there's something that I need to tell you. I uh, said something to some men and now I have to follow through on it. And I just want you to know. And he goes, what he's the like, hell are you talking he's about? He's like, did you say you were going to be in a gangbang? What did you do? <laughs> what did you say? And so I told him, he goes, oh, right, 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 the party. And I said, yes, and now they're kind of holding me to it. So I think we're going to have to do it. And he goes, oh, we are going to have to do it. (laughs) I said, yes, we're going to have to do it. But you know what? No big deal because it was exciting. I can't believe I'm it's almost still surreal. It's almost surreal that, you know, I had this goal to to win. And it's almost like I just want to drop the mic and say, thank you. Good night and walk out, you know, and just never play again. It was it was really cool. I I feel like I don't know I mean we're pretty good but we don't win a lot of things in life you know as far as like contests and stuff I don't I don't recall coming in first place a whole lot other than spelling bees so whenever we win it's pretty cool no that's true I won a lot of things like when we did track and field in school Stephanie and I were always big on track and field yeah you guys were the runners that's we, true. we did the, the sprinting or like the long jump I don't know why I was particularly good at the long jump but maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was my long legs you do have gazelle legs I know I am gazelle like but yeah maybe and you know what the thing is is personal achievements I always accomplish those but like entering contests or anything that's on a game of chance, I never really, I never win any of those types of things. Yeah, that's no, true. It is. It does feel good to be, you know, get some uh, notoriety on, yeah, on some things. I mean, I love it. Well, maybe that's why I recently decided to kind of give myself a little bit of notoriety. I uh, <laughs> personally, I so as you know. I have been in the workforce for basically as long as I can remember. Yeah. But I've been professionally working since I was about 19 years old in in the office as a career person, mostly in human resources. And so when you're in that career field, you're not expected, but more often than not, you have to be presentable and more conservative in appearance. You can't be, you know dressing provocative or crazy well no you have to be professional you know you can't have a mohawk and your makeup can't be you know you know you can't dress like what's that lady in uh the drew carey show you know the one oh yeah the one who has like the giant green eyeshadow and all that kind of stuff and so you, you are pretty conservative looking in appearance well since i'm not working anymore and i'm basically a stay at home mom I've kind of let myself be a little bit edgier. And so I haven't had an opportunity to go get my hair done in a, quite a long time because um our fi- you know because I am a stay-at-home mom now, our financial situation is a little bit more restricted. And right. so I got a gift card from Ulta for my birthday and I was thinking I'm like, "Well, what can I spend this on?" And yes. I stumbled across the hair dye department and I'm like, Hey, you know what would be really fun? What if I dyed my hair really dark red? 
And so I decided to rebel a little bit. And I said, I've never been able to do this because I've always been expected to look like, you know, I don't know, little Susie Smith, HR person. Sure. And so I'm going to do it. And so I decided to dye my hair dark, bright red. I know it said dark, bright red, but I mean, it's it's bright red, but it's Mm. like a dark hue. Well, based on the color box, it said red velvet. Yeah, red so velvet. So that's what I would. That's what I would say. And so it's not exactly like a purple color, but no. it's pretty. It's pretty red, and it's very dark. I really like it personally because yeah. it's in complete stark contrast to anything I've ever done, and right. it does complement my skin color, and it does make my eyes look really bright. I will say that I agree with you on that. I, when you posted, you posted the, well, first of all, let's talk about the fact that you also bought a contouring kit. Along with, yes. You were afraid to touch it. Along with the gift card, I also did buy a contouring kit. I've been wanting to try this contouring thing for a long time. That's where you basically highlight the, uh, the parts that are supposed to hit the light first and then darken parts that I guess are sh- the, the the shadow parts. I don't really well, know. Well, I mean, Kim Kardashian was really the person that brought it to the forefront that there was this contouring thing. And they and then, of course, they take it to the next level. So it's like obscenely contoured. And so now you have all these videos of people looking like the, there's the clown contouring and then there's this and that contouring. So the contouring kit you got was mostly bronzery. It was like all the flesh color off, you know, levels of flesh color so that you can darken or highlight. Yeah, it got really good ratings on Ulta. So I was just like, yes. well, this one's pretty heavily rated. And yes. so I'm, I'm just going to go with this one. What was funny, though, is it said, well, I can't wait to see the contouring. You're like, I'm afraid to touch it. Well, I, I don't want to touch it. It's new and pretty, and I'm just poking at it. Well, and then the other thing, too, is, is like, I got the box, but I'm such a clutter freak that anything that's not, like... Necessary. Necessary, I always tend to throw away. So I guess I threw the box away. Oh, did that have the instructions in it? Well, yeah, because yeah, they were on the back. <laughs> and so I had to go back to the picture that I had taken of it and right. try and read what was on there, but I couldn't really read so I just looked at the picture. Well, I would see. I would assume that Urban Decay likely has a YouTube page. You could probably go to YouTube and oh, get I the tut- done that tutorial. Too. Yeah, I guess I could have done that. that. That just sounds but, hard. Um, yeah, so you told me you were doing it. Um, you posted the photo. And it was funny because our sister, Allison, said exactly what I was thinking. She's like, you never looked Latina before. And now you look – you can totally see the Latina – in you now that you have darker hair, which is hysterical because you never looked that way when you had your natural blonde hair, mm-hmm. you know, and you never saw it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to get her some chola earrings. We got to sharpie her eyebrows, and uh, you gotta you gotta get the uh, the heavy that you gotta get the eyeliner right. You gotta wing out your eyeliner if you're gonna go, and then get the nice red burgundy lips. Yeah, really. A, I'm like, I flannel on. I'm like, I know I've put on some weight recently, but Jesus, I'm like, I what does that have to do with anything? I don't know, because I mean, you know, I got the red hair and I look kind of squatty, so I just no, you don't. What, so what? So all Latinas have with red hair are are fat. When's the last time you've seen a skinny Latin chick? Oh, Paula, there's plenty. Are you kidding? Well, there's plenty, but they're not the majority, Jamie. Let's be honest. No, that's you know what that is. I want that stricken from the record. That is absolutely unfair. Well, you can strike it from your own record. I'm going on record to say I don't see a lot of skinny Latin chicks. 
Okay. That's fine. Go You're ahead. on your own. You, the cheese will stand alone on that. Hey, the queso stands alone. The queso stands solo. <sighs> queso stands solo, Chola. Solamente. Yes, solamente oriente. So I did, I do like it. However, I will say if you're going to continue with this trend of darker hair, I strongly suggest that you go to a hairdresser and get it done right. Because although it the color is great, it looks temporary. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, no, it doesn't look natural. Well, That's no, there's kind nothing- of the idea. No, no, no. I'm not. I know that. But I'm just saying that you can go to a hairdresser and say, I want this vibrant, non-natural hair color look, but I want it. I want it done right. And not only that, but it will last a whole lot longer and it'll have depth and it'll look kick ass if a professional does it. Well, that's kind of the idea as to why I used uh, the $8 box color, Jamie, (laughs) was because I couldn't afford to go to a professional to have it done. Yes, I know, but you said in on the Facebook post you said that you would you were waiting for your tax. Well, return. that's because my hairstylist, <laughs> who normally does my hair, she's like, "What the fuck?" I know, I saw, <laughs> and that. I, I was like, and oh. I knew, I knew. I'm just like, you know, I hate to even post this because I'm positive you know? my hairstylist is going to see this and she's going to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And, why are you doing this to yourself? And, and like, why didn't you just call me? Because I'm sure she would have given me a deal if she no. had known that I was going to resort to box color and but i mean even the deals she would have given me i still wouldn't have been able to afford to you know go and i because we're that poor right now it's christmas no 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 no. please stop defending your defending yourself you do not have to what i was going to say was i first of all i am all about making changes Mm -hmm. i am i am a huge fan of experimenting with hair color huge I I had that hair color once. I mean, I had that hair color for a long time, actually. I really liked it. So I am all on board with something new and change. I even said that because um, I can't remember who asked me, but I asked Daryl, I go, did you see Paula's hair? He goes, I did see that. He goes, I'm being supportive. I liked it. And I said, well, good, because it is change and I love different. And I've always told my hairdresser because when I went in, he goes, you know, you have like six layers of color on your hair. And I said, well, I like to experiment. He sure. said, okay, well, that's good to know. And I asked him, I said, I will let you do anything to my hair as far as color. I'm not a big fan of cutting it off or anything, but I'm I am a huge fan of color change. I'll do anything. I said, I will let you do any color you want except for purple or black. I can't do the purple or black, but I'm also like a pale ghost. And it would just highlight it more. I think if you want to stick with a color like that for a while, I think when when you can go to your hairdresser, she can build off of that and make it look ridic. Probably. Like rock and roll ridic. And so I personally completely support you. I love it. I mean, that's why I'm like, oh, I'm getting her some hoop earrings. I mean, we're going all out. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as the contouring went, so I I wasn't sure how that worked because I'm like, do you do this stuff after you put on your makeup or do you do it like before you put I I wasn't really sure how it worked. And so or do you put it on like in lieu of putting on your makeup? I No, you you start with a you start with a moisturized foundation face. So it's like a blank canvas. Okay. And then you start to contour accordingly. I like I told you a couple a few months ago uh kim kardashian's apparent supposed make one of her makeup artists had issued some kind of quickie youtube contouring thing Mm -hmm. and 
did a quickie on some chick who was like a lookalike for Kim Kardashian. And so I watched it on YouTube and I followed it. All I have is bronzer and a couple of shades of things that that could potentially be used as highlighter and stuff. So I was just right. kind of fooling around with it. And it really did work. My, my I did look like I had cheekbones where I don't really because I have a round face and my cheekbones aren't really prominent. And there was a couple of things that I did. And I go, hey, this is pretty good. I, I'm not hating this at all. But I, I would never... I never thought about going out and buying a contouring kit, although now if it if you mess with it and you like it, I probably would. Well, I'll bring it over the next time I come to your house yeah. and maybe we'll contour. But oh, that'll be fun. Let's I was it. just mostly scared because I just, you know, like I told you in my message to you, I was mm-hmm. afraid I just was going to look like I had rubbed dog poo on my face or <laughs> yes. or like my face was Brown. dirty and I just didn't like you were some kind of street urchin I don't know I you know and they don't really tell you what colors to use you just have to kind of oh. figure it out for you because you know they have yellow mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh, I don't yeah, I'm like probably wouldn't work. I'm like I don't know if I should use the yellow and and they have like you know five shades of brown I'm like how do you decide what brown to use I mean yeah. what if you go too dark or just YouTube it and see what I'm sure there's a YouTube for this probably. specific brand it's Urban Decay, right? No, it's uh, NYX, I think. Oh, NYX. Oh, God. I Okay, speaking of, I um, I don't remember what I was reading. It was something in a – it was in an InStyle magazine, and they were doing their top beauty products of 2015. And this brand, NYX, NYX, keeps coming up as an affordable, really well-made product for lipstick – eyeshadows, eyeliners, lip liners, whatever. And so um, I said, all right, that's it. I didn't realize this matte lipstick thing was going to stick around. Oh, you know what matte? Like, you know what the matte lips are? Yeah, it's not metallic, but it's just flat color. It's the opposite of Carly Fiorino. It's like anti-lip glossed lips. <laughs> right. It basically looks like you put on lipstick and then put powder over it. There's literally no sheen whatsoever. Right. That makes me uncomfortable. I Well, exactly. Let me tell you, the Jenner girls, that's all they do is the matte lip. And well, so who gives a it's fuck a, what it's, they do. I hate those girls. No, but they're the ones that made it brought it to this style of lips to the forefront. Now the matte thing to me would I would feel like I would have like a sweater on my mouth. Like it would be so dry right. and cracky and powdery and I, I would be uncomfortable with it. So I thought, well, NYX is apparently they have a great line of matte lipsticks that everybody's just like dying over. So I said, all right, well, they're super duper cheap. When you consider how expensive certain lipsticks are, they can be upwards to, you know, 25, 30 bucks a, a stick, high end stuff. Whereas the, I think the NYX is like $4.99 or $5.99. It's really cheap. So Daryl and I went to Ulta because we were wandering around and I said, oh, you know what? I want to go and see what this is all about. I go to the NYX section where all of their lip stuff is, and there are just – there were three or four girls digging through the matte lipsticks wow. trying to find colors. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize how popular this was. And so after they saw me standing there like their mother, they finally kind of scooted away going, oh, this old lady wants to get some matte lipstick. So I found a couple of colors that I liked. I ended up buying like – I bought a stick of the matte, but then I also bought some lip liners and stuff. I ended up buying like six or seven lip things from NYX, different things just to experiment you with. You didn't just things- start with one? No, because – well, I didn't buy like seven matte products. I bought a matte lipstick, a matte uh, lip where you kind of like like you gloss it on like a lip gloss, and then I bought some lip liners. 
all in different colors. And so it was so cheap. It was like $25 for all of this stuff. And it was so cheap. I, I thought, and I love experimenting with makeup. And so I bought it all, came home and I put the matte lipstick on and shockingly, it wasn't dry. I didn't feel like I had anus mouth. It was not, it was like I had no lipstick on actually. It was really weird. And so because it felt like I had no lipstick on, I felt like I needed some kind of moisture because my lips aren't dry. So I put on just like a little bit of like, EOS like that you know that lip chapstick type stuff like moisturizing stuff on top of it right and it still looked matte but it really does make your lips look fuller that versus a, a glossy lip gloss and I absolutely loved it and so luckily this is apparently there are ones that make your lips feel like anus lips but these these do not and so when you come over you will try it and go I hate it but you should try it anyway yeah just to see I don't know. I've usually be been surprised. I've I've always been into metallics. I've never liked yeah. matte. Even when it comes to like nail polish, never liked matte nail polish either. Mm. I've always I've always just been a metallic person. Mhm. Same thing with well. my music, I like Metallica. <laughs> yes. If you're anything like the Uggs, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. And right now you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. I thought we were going to have a mild winter, like it wasn't going to be cold. I can deal with the rain, but I can't deal with being freezing. Well, it's been have, it's been cold rain, too. Yeah, it's like 35 degree. I have no winter clothes. I don't know what – I don't neither. know why. Nothing. I've been wearing Victor's sweatshirts for like two weeks. I, I was wearing Daryl's work sweaters because I didn't have – because he wears like – he'll have like a – a thin sweater to wear over a button-up shirt on casual Friday or whatever. Right. And he'll come home. He's like, is that my Calvin Klein sweater? I'm like, yes. Why? Yes, it is. I'm freezing and I have no sweaters. All of my sweaters are gone because I haven't purchased any winter clothing in like five or six years. I have no winter clothes. Yeah, me neither. And so finally, the other day, I went to Express in the mall. Huge mistake to go the day or the week after Christmas because they have no inventory whatsoever. I, I can't be alone. I don't know why I punish myself in this way where I go to a store thinking that I'm going to find a, a rag to put on my freezing body after Christmas because there's nothing. They're in transition to spring. So all they have are all the returned items that were too big or too small for people right. to buy. That's it. That's all there is. And so like I went to Nordstrom Rack and I'm thinking, well, this might do. And once you start doing that, you know it's hideous or you're never going to wear it when, when you get home. It's the worst. And nothing's on sale anymore. So you're paying, you know, full price for something that you're just going to make do with. It's the worst. And you won't shop online? I absolutely do. But there, but even so, there's not that much. There's just not that much. So I had this same issue because mm. I have, like I said, I've been wearing the same pink hoodie sweatshirt over like Victor's t-shirts basically. <laughs> because I have no clothes. I have all yes. my clothes are these really thin blouses for whatever reason. And right. I'm like, what have I been wearing all for the last several years? Like, wh what have I, I – and I guess I've just been wearing, like, work clothes. And True. It's a transition. And, and I had sure. no casual clothes to wear. And so – You can always join the league of women who wear their yoga pants 
and Uggs to school. I don't have yoga pants either. I, I Oh, well, that's easy to get. I have no clothes. I have jeans, sure. but I have like no tops, basically. It's weird how that happens, too, because it happens like overnight. You wake up one day, and you're like, what? what? What am I supposed to put on my body? Like There's I, nothing. I literally wore, like I picked the kids up from school and we were walking back to the car and I had my pink hoodie on and Ryan's like, mom? And I'm like, what? He's like, are you wearing your pajama shirt under your pink hoodie? I'm like, shut up. I'm like, get in the car, you know? <laughs> get in the car. And I was just like, but I was. So yeah. last night, don't make fun of me. Okay. I spent $50 on sweaters from JCPenney's because. Oh my God. I couldn't. I, I'm just like, I, I have to stop wearing victor's clothes i have to have grown-up girl clothing i am not judging you and they have you do what you have to do they have good sweaters like you know you can get like v- just plain v-neck sweaters or yeah. you know cable knit sweaters and whatever you know just different types of you know i don't know why i only got sweaters but I, it's just because the, because you're freezing well it's cold <laughs> and you can just put them over like a a, ter- a million things i don't wear t-shirts but i wear tank tops and me too i, can I them, love it i put them over tank tops you can put them on with your jeans and your boots and then just mm-hmm. go do whatever it is that you're gonna do yep so i got like five of them i think you know what honestly pennies is the perfect place to buy stuff like that and so they're gonna get shipped to me i don't have to go pick them up or anything like oh, that God. if you if because you live by one i don't live by one if you <laughs> since you live by one you could go pick them up but honestly let me tell you something i wouldn't set foot in that jc penny <laughs> For a million dollars, okay, maybe for a million dollars, you would have you would just have to go to the little pickup window right there on the side. You wouldn't, even yeah. Have to you, go you're in under the, the you're under the assumption that the people there are capable. They're not. I've been in that. I've been at the catalog pickup area. It is not a walk in the park. Fine. For eight dollars and ninety five cents, then you can have it shipped to your house. But absolutely, absolutely. At least then I get a cute delivery guy, and he smiles and he hands it to me. That is worth nine dollars. But do you know like how difficult it was for me to actually like follow through? I mean, I can't tell you how many websites there are out there that have shopping carts full of things that I'm, I'm <laughs> I have never intend on buying. How many times have you walked before? How many times have you walked into a store, had a handful of crap and looked around and went, you know what? This is dumb. I put it all down and walked out. Only because I look at the line and I'm Me just too. like, I'm not standing in that line to buy these three things. Like, swear to God, I Paula, don't even love these things that much to buy them. That's exactly you walk in and you go like, how badly do I need this shirt? Not that bad. I'm out. Like if Bye. I was a store owner, I would make sure that those lines were yeah. <laughs> lickety split because that's exactly. how you would lose the most customers because they didn't want to wait in line to buy your stupid stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a Victoria's Secret with a handful of items that probably totals maybe under 200, maybe under 200 bucks, but more than a hundred dollars because everything at Victoria's Secrets is $50 a piece. So I'll walk around. There is no question, always a line of 20 people deep in line at Victoria's Secret. And what's worse is there are two or three register areas Two of them are always closed. They're never open. They're there for show, I think, because I've seen people walk up with items and there'll be sales associates behind the closed register and they go, oh, yeah, you need to go over to the line over there. This one's closed. And I'm like, it has. N- I have never, ever seen this open in my life. Have I seen these registers open? And I will walk around and go, you know what? 
I can order this online. I don't need this shit. Free shipping and I don't have to deal with the unwashed masses. Out of here. Dump it and walk out. Do you want to talk about the hardest job on the planet? What? Having to entertain entertainers. Entertaining entertainers would not... Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of catering to egos, but well, there it are just seems who like do for it. whatever reason, like the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards, the hosts they get such like they get the worst criticism ever. I don't know why they make right. it seem like it's such it's like the, such a hard. Not that it's not a hard job, but they they are set under such scrutiny. Well, I well now the talking about this, the Golden Globes are this coming weekend, which means that when the show drops, it, I believe it, the Golden Globes are on Sunday. So this will be dropping the same day as the Golden Globes. I have absolutely no idea who who's nominated. I believe once again, Leonardo DiCaprio is nominated for something. I doubt he'll win it, but he might. I think he's won Golden Globes before, actually. He's pissed somebody. Well, Golden Globes probably, probably. Academy Award, probably not, because somewhere along the line, he's pissed somebody off and... He has made someone angry in the the world of decision makers. Same with Al Pacino. Harrison Ford. Some bottle between the ages of 20 to 25... His her dad <laughs> is mad. Yes. Um, but the now I don't know if we'll be able to do it. It just depends on what's going on in our lives. But generally speaking, you and I and our sisters like to rate and discuss the red carpet, which is my most favorite part of the award season. Honestly. Yes. Golden Globes is a little more casual. They're they're a little more relaxed about it. The the actors are, the the nominees or the people that are attending, so they tend to be a little more frisky with their clothes. The Oscars tends to be the, you know, button-up, prim and proper, you know, only wearing Halston and Versace. Right. Whereas this one, this is where they all get a little outrageous. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope somebody really screws up. I'm really looking forward to something weird. Oh, no no doubt it'll happen. So Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais. Yes. He's hosting. He's pretty crass, isn't he? He is. He actually hosted the Golden Globes a few years ago, and he swore that he would never do it again. And Hollywood was like, we never want him to host it again. But realistically, because we're currently living in a world where everybody gets furious over every little thing, I think it's going to be very refreshing to have him just annihilate the egos of Hollywood. I cannot wait to hear what he has well, to say. Well, considering Donald Trump is running for president and yeah. all the things that he's getting away with with what he's saying, yes. I'm sure this will be very mild compared. What I love about Ricky Gervais is he zeroes in like he really just noogies people on the things that you know we all know about but don't want to talk about like he would potentially say that Kanye West is gay or he would discuss Tom Cruise and Scientology like he did four years ago whatever the prevalent thing is this you know the topic in Hollywood is that nobody's allowed to talk about so he just speaks the truth basically and makes fun of it on top of okay. it so it'll be really fun I'm really looking forward well, to be it it'll be fun I, yeah yeah that part will be great. I'm I can't wait to hear what he has to say about people. It'll be really fun. Well, that should be good. Yes. So, and then there's the Oscars, but other than all of that, I mean, I'm first of all, I have no concept of all of the movies that are nominated. They're all super arty, and I have no clue other than like The Hateful Eight and The Revenant. I don't even know what else is nominated to be honest with you. Is Star but, Wars not nominated for anything? No. 
Oh God, no! Why? No. Because it's because it's a fun escapist movie. Just like no nobody ever nominates a comedy for for best picture, even though there's been a ton of movies that should have been. I think The Hangover was one of the and Bridesmaids. Those were the two prominent comedies that have actually been nominated for Oscars, and of course they didn't win anything. So anything that that the general audience enjoys, the the people who make the decisions, those are not sophisticated enough. So we're the unwashed masses as far as they're concerned. So they're going to nominate movies about the Holocaust and uh, strange, sure. you know, circumstantial historical things that have occurred that no one knows about. Those types of films are going to be the the darlings, I assume. Right. But speaking of, uh, last night, Daryl and I were watching television and, you know, there's really nothing good on right now. There, it's kind of like there's a little lull. It's it's getting ready to get into some yes. good, like everything's starting to getting ready to come back into season. Exactly. So we were watching American Idol last night because it's the audition process. Now, I fell off the American Idol train about five years ago. As soon as Simon Cowell left, I was done. Well, we love Harry Connick Jr. And you know, I am just, I want to be J-Lo's BFF. So <laughs> yes. I'm all in on the J-Lo train. I have no problem with her. She is so damn cute oh so she's playing double duty this year because she's got that new show coming out which we'll talk about in a little bit yeah so i was watching we were watching it's the audition process right now so we were watching it and you know it's so funny watching people come in with all their little ploys trying to you know trying to get the yes to go to hollywood you know somebody brought in their chicken a chicken yeah, brought in their baby. And, you know, luckily, the one with the baby, first of all, her baby was darling. She asked she asked Jennifer Lopez to hold the baby while she sang. Oh, God. So Jennifer Lopez, she didn't even judge her. She let the other two do it because that wouldn't be very fair. Right. And so because she was enamored with the baby the whole time, she's like, give me that baby, you know. So <laughs> really? it was a complete mommy moment. But um, luckily, the woman sings like Jennifer Hudson. So she got the yes immediately. And so <laughs> but it was just fun to watch. And what's really cool is that all those horrible singers that we make fun of back in the day, they don't even see them anymore. They they have them audition in front of the producers in the big arena. Oh, okay. They'll show them, but only like for like a moment, and then and then it's that's it. They don't like capitalize on their embarrassment anymore, which is nice. Those people always used to audition in front of the producers, and they'd push them through just for the ratings purpose, right? And they don't do that anymore. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Well, which probably because nice. they want the show to go out on a good note this year. I have to say that I had read that. Who's that little who's that who's that guy who uh, came in second place to Ruben stuttered like a forever ago? Oh, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken came out and was all pissy about the judges being boring. And I'm thinking, what? How do you even know? The thing is edited to death. Well, you have no idea what it is anymore. You know, you were on it 15 years ago, right? Or wasn't it forever ago? That guy's just better at life because he's a bag of ass i don't know he keeps trying to run for congress and he never wins because he's a douche he's disgusting <laughs> well i don't know if he's disgusting but he is he's very he looks like a fat fetus with hair you know what he is a douche and he does look like a hair covered turd i mean I it's agree just with you on he's that. a gross gross guy yeah, he's not my fate i mean i don't hate him personally but he's i mean as far as seeing his mug on tv i could literally care less there are far other, there are far more other things I'd rather watch, like, well, not your guilty pleasure. I don't even know how you watch that. Okay, so here's the thing. 
I, I don't really know why I like that show. It's called My 600-Pound Life. It's on TLC. Mm-hmm. It's basically mm-hmm. about people who weigh, you know, upwards of 600 pounds or more. Right. And they go to this doctor in Houston. He's a Dr. Nazarwin or Nazarwin. You know his name? It's the same doctor. And <laughs> okay. he does this gastric bypass surgery. But he's the only doctor that will typically perform it on patients who weigh up like around 600 pounds because typically it's very dangerous to perform surgery on patients who weigh that much. Well, I wouldn't. And so it's their journey basically for 12 months on how well they do and, you know, how we've talked about this show, right? How much they lose and all that stuff. So the other night I'm watching it (laughs) and I had made some popcorn and so I'm sitting here watching it and I'm eating popcorn and then And I felt so guilty because I'm just like, I feel really bad eating popcorn watching this show. Like, I felt like I Why? shouldn't be eating while I was watching it. Like it's Because just, you, what, like you're promoting obesity? I don't know. Obesity? I just felt like I, sh- <laughs> I should be fasting, like, while I was eating it. Like, I should, yeah. like, wait to eat because, you know, these people had eating issues. Like you're shoving it in their face, dangling a carrot in front of them. I don't know. Hey, everybody, I'm eating popcorn and you can't have any. <laughs> I was alone. No one was, like, awake or, you know watching me but i just sure i don't know i just felt kind of guilty but here's the yeah. part that and this is the part that makes me a bad person okay? okay after that was over it profiled a bunch of people who had gone through gastric bypass surgery mm. and you know they were really into exercise and all of that good stuff but they had a bunch of excess loose skin. Okay, I was going to ask you if you watched that. I saw the promo for this skin show. I did watch it. And okay, I got really angry. Why? Because these people were bitching about mm. how they had the skin. It was a constant reminder. And yeah. they almost wished they had, you know, were a little bit chubbier. So that way it wouldn't look so bad. And all this stuff. And it was, you know, they they wish that they had known. And never once did I ever hear any of them say, I did this to myself. You know? Oh, like it's like somebody else's fault that they have skin laying off. They were just saying it's a a constant reminder of of the person I once was. Okay. You know? Oh, and you're... (laughs) And and I'm just saying, okay, I I understand... It is a constant reminder of the person you once were, but it also should right. be a constant reminder of the things that you did to yourself. You know, that is true. And and there, but no one's addressing the fact that this was self-inflicted. They were so negative about it, and they view it as like a scar, like a tattoo of an ex-wife's name, like a battle scar, like a wound, and it's a constant mm-hmm. reminder of this of this terrible part of their life and so now they want it all chopped off right and i'm just like well wouldn't that be nice if the rest of us who have these (laughs) scars or these blemishes could just have it removed from our life and blotted out like it never happened right but the, the sad part is is some of us have these wounds that were inflicted upon us by other people. And so we don't get the luxury of just blotting them out or removing <laughs> them from our lives, you know? and Because we didn't inflict the wounds. We didn't inflict those wounds. And they weren't just, you know, indulgent or selfish, you sure, know? Sure, sure. And, and they don't just come in the form of, you know, saggy skin, and so right. I had to turn it off because I I really grew quite angry because these <laughs> you were mad because they weren't accepting responsibility. 
for their wounds. There was no, like, yeah, there was no right. accountability whatsoever. It was more or less just like huffing and puffing about, not literally because of the skin, but <laughs> huffing and puffing over right. the fact that, you know, they had to deal with this, basically. It is possible. It is possible that they went through the accountability process prior to the acceptance and now hatred of the skin, but that doesn't make for good television. So you're not going to see any of that. You're not going to see the therapy where they're going to be like, I did this to myself. I look like a skinny elephant. You know, they're not going to do that. I didn't see any of them being humbled. Well, that's no fun. Nobody wants to see a true, sincere person. Well, God forbid. That's for scripted television. This is reality TV. We need anger and, and gluttony and selfishness. But that's the problem I have a lot of time with these shows, with the 600-pound life, is most of the people who get this surgery yeah. do not see their weight. They see it as like a disability, and they right. don't see it as like a problem that th that they've done it. That they did. That they did. Yeah, you know what? I've always struggled. Well, that's one of the reasons why I have a problem with a lot of those types of shows is that there is no personal responsibility whatsoever I'm like when, why did your mother not teach you that actions that you inflict have consequences and and who are the fools that keep shoveling platefuls and styrofoam boxes full of fried chicken into your face like why how do you surround yourself with these people who basically are throwing garbage into your mouth every day it's so crazy we live in a society where no one's responsible for any of their actions it's so weird you well know? especially on tv but it's just crazy but you know what i can't watch those <laughs> i can't watch any more reality i'm so over this the reality tv thing it's just i can't do it. i don't even watch the real housewives anymore i can't do it the only the only reality show type things I watch are the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders because yes. that's the tryout process. And it is clear that there is some situational things that they put into it. But the actual tryout process, it is what it is. You know, there is no scripting that. But the, the, I like those types of shows. Like I like the shows where people are competing for prizes like the face off or the tattoo show or something. Right. Or I like those, but I can't do the they're considered documentary type. But like like I, I I don't think I can watch another season of Sister Wives. I just can't I don't think I can stomach oh, it. Oh see, I think I wanna watch the next season, especially after this catfishing thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. We'll see. I can't wait to see. Now so if you're not going to watch reality TV, yes. and I know you said that you, and I've known this about you all your life, you're yes. a huge JLo person. Are you going to uh, watch her new cop drama show that she's coming out on? Shades of Blue on NBC. It started last night. I did not watch it because I would rather watch it without the commercials. And so I'll, I DVR'd it. I'll be watching it and fast forwarding it. It's getting rave reviews. Well, acting is her thing. I know yes. she makes a lot of music, but not her strong suit, in my opinion. I've I think had acting so is. Many I think it's like they're all the same. My appetite for loving. Yeah, I'm sorry, because that's yes. a, that's a really difficult song to sing. And when I'm feeling sexy, who's gonna comfort me? I can do that. I can do J Lo. Just about everybody can, Jamie. <laughs> I know. So. 
But acting is definitely her strong suit. She's very good at... She is a good actor. I think she's a great actor. So her cop drama show with Ray Liotta, who actually um, has not aged very well. Okay, listen. He looks like a... um, well, he like a he very have... feminine B. Arthur. Here's the thing with Ray Liotta. First of all, yeah, so Shades of Blue, I haven't watched it yet, but I will be watching it. They have tried to make her as ugly as they can for this show, and it's it's really hard. And the only way they do it is they give her like this short, permy, bobby haircut with blonde it's, streaks. It's just not it, but you know, she's like this cop who I don't, and I don't really know the whole premise, so I'll watch it yeah, and I'll find out. What's up with like the tank top bodysuit and like the bad blazer? I just, <laughs> I think that's the uniform for a New York detective or something. I'm be. not sure because uh, what's the chick on and uh, a law daughter SVU. SVU, yeah, she, she wears the she same wears thing. It too. Yeah, she does. So, too. Uh, yeah, the bad polyester blazer, yeah, with a white top under it. Yes. But Ray Liotta, I, okay, I know he's not, he's kind of doing the Mickey Rourke thing where he got a little too much plastic surgery on his face. Yeah, but with the fake eyelashes? I mean, what's that all about? Well, no, those are real. But what he did was he, I think he got too many injections in his face or he had some, like maybe, not a, maybe got a facelift or something. And has he really done anything since Goodfellas? Yes, he has. But, but his, the one thing that has not changed and that is still really good is he has really good hair that is he's got the best hair it's it's long and thick because he's italian so it's like well can can his hair act at least you know what it changes with every part he does (laughs) so yes any part or like like as in part with a comb or part as in the scene (laughs) both one of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip to do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks, and now back to the Ugly Truth. I met so many men and it's like they're all the same. My appetite for loving is now my hunger. Sexy. Who's gonna come put me? I can do that. Anyway, okay, so yes. Speaking of though, let's go ahead and get into our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so as I mentioned previously, obviously I colored my hair this week. Yes. It's been a while since I've done box color. I mean, yeah. literally years. And so I was right. expecting like three things, you know, the little squirty tube, the thing that you squirt into the tube before you color it, and then like the one thing that you use to shampoo your hair when you're done. Right. Well, there was like six things in there. And oh, so I really? was just like, oh, this is like a little science kit. So I had to read the directions and, you know, mix everything in there. And then when I was done, it had like a shampoo tube and like a conditioner tube and all of this Mm. stuff. And meanwhile, Olivia, she was very interested in the whole process. And so she was, I bet she was watching me do everything and, you know, playing chemist. Yes. And I was putting everything into my hair and she's like, 
oh, mom, you missed a spot over here. And oh, it's, oh. it's getting all over the floor. And well, <laughs> how, helpful. how is it looking? And you know, all this stuff. So God forbid, you should have shut the door and turn on the fan. <laughs> I, tr- I tried, but then she was opening the door. And she, oh, my she goodness. was just very interested in the whole process. So sure, sure. instead of trying to rinse my hair under the bathtub, I'm like, well, you know, what? I'm just going to take a quick shower and just yeah. rinse it all out because it just it seemed like it would be easier. So I yes. take the tubes of the shampoo and the conditioner into the shower with me. Mm. So I'm in there and, of course, Olivia's talking to me while I'm in there because oh, she, she just wants to come in there and talk to me. She's just dying to see the results. <laughs> she's just very excited about this hair coloring thing Yes, because she's never, you know, seen anything like this before in her no, whole life. this is all new for her. So I'm unscrewing the caps or trying to, you know, the, I don't know why they make those things so small, by the way. But I'm unscrewing the little caps to the oh, yeah. the shampoo thing, and yes. I squirt it into my hand, and I start uh, rubbing it into my hair, mm-hmm. and I realized that I had squirted the conditioner into my hair, and First. I was just like, oh, God. And so then I have to squirt the shampoo into my hair, and then Olivia's like, Mom, how's it going in there? Can I see it? Did it come out yet? And I'm like, well, Olivia, I've got shampoo in my eyes right now. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm done. <laughs> and so then... I hadn't squirted all the conditioner in my hair, so the rest was still in my hand. So I was shampooing my hair with my other hand. I felt like I was like, you know, patting my tummy and rubbing my head at the same time. Oh, God. You know, and I got shampoo in my eyes and it was just like a whole mess. I was just like, this is a mess. There is so. nothing there's nothing fun about screwing up the chemical process. No, there is. And, I've done that a million times. And there's just and there's red everywhere in the of whole course. shower looks like you slit someone's it throat. Did, or it, and it was all over the floor and the and the, a pig. in the bathroom because I mean <laughs> there's drip marks. It looks like, you know, yeah. 15 girls had their period on the floor. It was <laughs> It was just awful. I was just so grateful Victor wasn't home because it was just a giant awkward moment it was trying the to whole do this. Process was just, a bit. and then of course, you know, as soon as I turn off the shower, Olivia's like, "Well, how does it look?" And I'm like, "Well, let I'm me off. dry off my body and okay. and put some clothes on, and we'll, let me tell you, we'll check it is, out." <laughs> this is the difference between you and I. If I'm in the middle of an awkward moment trying to shampoo my own hair that I somehow have forgotten the skills to do, yes, and I have someone constantly talking to me. I have no, no patience for that at all. I'm sitting here envisioning one of my children squawking at me and I'd be like, get out. I know. know. I would be out of my mind screaming. People in the complex would be like, what was that? Was that an earthquake? What was that? Is there, is there a helicopter flying by? There would be rumbling throughout if if I had one of my children. I don't know how you do it because I would have been out of my, I'd be like, get the thought did cross my mind. Oh, it's I just, out of my mind. I just knew that she was excited. And so I didn't sure. want to, you know, crush her little dreams. And so I, I just. Cr- was, oh, God, I've been crushing all over the place. I was just trying to dry my body off and put yes! some clothes on before I could, you know, actually like let her see the process. And of course, when I did the big reveal, Ryan, I was in the bathroom and Ryan came and looked and he just stared at me from the hallway because <laughs> he's like, who are you? He, I Where's think, my mother? I think it made him a little nervous. He's like, oh, he's like, it's OK. And I'm like, 
I'm like, it's all right if you don't like it, son. He's like, I don't really like it. <laughs> well, so. at least someone's honest with you, huh? Because <laughs> you don't have enough honesty in your life, Paula. Right. <laughs> so he doesn't care for it, but that's all right. You know what? I, like I said, I, regardless of the messy process, you will never hear me complain about change. I absolutely love change when it comes to personal you know, personal appearance or whatever. I'm cool with it. I'm very excited that you tried something because it's, you know what? A lot of people would not dare do it. No, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Can you imagine our mother dyeing her hair black? No. Or brown? No, she's a blonde. That's just, that's who she is. You will never see her hair past her shoulders. <laughs> this is the way she is. Yeah. And there and most people are like that when it comes because women, their hair their, their hair is their thing. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. But anyways, yeah. yes, the whole the whole uh dying <laughs> process though, it was a very long. It was very awkward. awkward. The whole thing was just awkward. Yeah, I mine mine is um as well. It it was mild and awkward uh, as well. Luckily, I did not have an audience um, like you did. Um, I had taken some time off because I had overexercised and I'd caused myself an injury. Uh oh. So for uh, it was a good three or four weeks, I had to stop exercising and let my um, joint. I had I had hurt a joint, and so I had to let it heal. And so I was doing other things, but it, everything pretty much made it hurt. So I literally had to just stop and let it heal. So it's healed. And I'm back on the horse, if you will, and decided that I needed to do something different so that I didn't re-injure myself by doing something the same, you know, repetitively. I needed to do something different. So I decided to buy kettlebells. Do you know what a kettlebell is? No. Is that the little handle with the ball on it? Yes. Okay. Kettlebells are apparently very old school Russian exercising. It comes from forever ago, but kettlebells is a form of strength training. And I, when I used to go to the gym before when I didn't have a gaggle of kids, I would do free, I would, I would not do free weights. I would do like the Nautilus equipment and stuff Mm -hmm. where you just had to sit in it and move it up and down and be done with it. Well, free weights are like the barbells and the big bench pressing type stuff, which I, would never do in a million. I I just I hate it. I don't like the burning sensation. I don't like struggling. I just don't like any of that. It's like not fun for me. Right. So I was afraid that kettlebells would kind of be the same thing. But I kept doing a lot of research and I was reading about them. I'm like, okay, I think I can do the kettlebell thing. It's very, you know, I'm not looking to get bulky. I'm just looking to kind of strengthen my core. And maybe, maybe my arms won't be so flabby if I do it. You know, because cardio is great, but, you know, if I want some tone or some kind of anything, I should try some strength training. So the kettlebell they suggest for beginners is like 17 pounds. And I'm thinking, oh, God, no, I have T-Rex arms. I am not lifting a 17 pound anything ever. That's too heavy. You know, I'm not doing it. So I got the 10 pound kettlebell. And I found a website that has these 20 to 30 minute kettlebell workouts. So I started doing it. Well, it is, but but like five minutes of it is cardio because you have to warm up. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I can do cardio. Well, the first time, because it had been a while since I had done some cardio, I was really excited to get back on the elliptical. So I did like 15 minutes of cardio just like that because I missed it. So I got off I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of out of breath. And I'm like, all right, let's go. So I put on the video and I get the kettlebell and I start doing. Now the kettlebell, you have to swing it around you. 
Then there's ones where you have to hold it and you like weave it figure eight in between your legs and you do all these things and you're like, you know, lifting it up and down and doing these dead squats and all this stuff. And so I'm doing it all and I'm really loving it. So the next day I'm sore and I was really surprised how sore I was. So this figure eight one you do, you take the kettlebell and you put it, you weave it in between your legs behind your knees and you grab it with your hand, you almost toss it into your other hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very uh, difficult when you're sore or if you've never done it before. And so I was sure that I was going to hurt myself. Yeah. And sure enough, I was weaving around and thinking I had it, I immediately let go and whacked myself in the knee. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you dropped it on your foot. No, it's nowhere near that. It's the, the part where it's going to hurt. The part where you're going to potentially harm yourself is when you're switching arm, switching hands in between your knees. And of course, that's exactly what Oh, because it swings. Yes. And I'm thinking, I'm going to assume this is a common practice that people smack their knees when they're trying to figure out how to do this because it's very coordinated. Now, I consider myself a coordinated person. I just fall a lot. Why would you consider yourself a coordinated person? I was a cheerleader and I never hurt myself. Actually, that's not true. I did hurt myself when I was skiing. But anyway, I figured I'm going to power through this. If I continue to hit my knee, I I just won't simply do that exercise anymore. But I was telling Daryl about it. And I said, yeah, of course, I immediately hit my knee and, you know, hurt myself. But there's one that you do where you kind of carry it and you put it over your head. Oh, my (laughs) God. Don't do that one. Yes, He's like, you're not going to do that, are you? (laughs) I said, well, probably not. I mean, I did do it, but I can see that if my arms were tired, which is easy because we have weak arms. Yeah. I can see myself hitting myself in the head with a 10-pound kettlebell, and I don't think that's wise. Imagine if you had been using the 17-pound one. Oh, my God. I can't. You could have been. You could have dislocated your knee. I could have killed myself. I could have been laying here going, help, help, someone. Mm. Yeah, Fair Oaks not woman killed by 17-pound kettlebell. Kettlebell. <laughs> That would have yeah, been embarrassing. Woman lose. Yeah, how am I? That'd been the um, worst. Having- that would have been the worst obituary ever. Be like, uh, jeez, I can't even imagine. I I decided that um, this is as heavy it's get as it's getting. I'm not going beyond. It's just not happening. No, not I don't happening. think you should. No, it's no. it just is not safe. You it's you just- have lip. We have limits, Jamie. We have limits to what we can do. And I knew that um, the kettlebell was a risk. But I was willing to try it because this is the only thing I'm doing. So I figured I'll just do the other exercises that don't require me to swing it over my head or fling it into my kneecap and I should be all right. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll just we'll see try, how long try it lasts. try it within reason. <laughs> right? Exactly. So I'm gonna keep it simple. Okay, so you're going to wrap up, but before we do, I wanted to ask you about the Powerball. Yes, we are going to buy yes. tickets. Um, I don't know how many. I mean, if it's they're what, like a dollar? They're $2 each. Oh, $2 each. Yes, I'm not a big fan of the lottery thing, but Daryl said, I almost feel like it would be silly not to at this point because if we – even if we win a portion of it, it would be worth it. <laughs> well, hopefully one of you guys listening, if not, if, if we don't win it, hopefully you do. 
And then um, yeah. you can buy lots of things. Good luck, everyone. On our Avon or Amazon pages. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. By With all means. Winnings. Click through. <laughs> yes. Click on our links and uh, check them out. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook page or, and follow us on Twitter. Have a fabulous week. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth, friend them at facebook.com slash uglytruth, or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.